0: I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What's up? Welcome back to the show. I'm super excited to chat about this topic today because it's something that we probably don't talk about a lot because it might seem embarrassing or people just don't talk about it. But... As a holistic nutritionist, this is something I talk to my clients about All the time, which is what your poop looks like. How often are you pooping? What does it look like? What's going on down there? Because that is a really crucial sign of overall health and of what's going on in your hormones. So we have to be looking at it. It's just like how we look at our period. We look at the color of it, the consistency of it to see what's going on with our hormones. Same thing with your poop. So when you do go to the bathroom, if you're like, I have no idea what my poop looks like because I ever look at it. Well, after this episode, now you're going to be paying attention to it before you flush the toilet bowl because it's really important to know what it looks like because it's going to give you clues as to what's going on in your body. So, I'm just going to dive right into this. So, first of all, let's talk about how frequently you need to be going to the bathroom. The absolute bare minimum, bare minimum is once a day. I prefer all my clients to be going at least two times a day. So, generally, it's about one bowel movement per major meal you're having. And what else is really important to note is that you should be going to the bathroom within one to two hours of waking up. So, if you're not going at least minimum once a day, preferably twice a day, Within one to two hours of waking up, you're most likely somewhat constipated. And if you're constipated, you're not expelling excess hormones, toxins, or cholesterol out of your body because our gut is responsible for eliminating all these excess toxins and excess hormones, mainly estrogen, out of our body to keep things in balance and to keep us safe. So if you're not going that often, we really need to look at stuff. And of course, I'm going to be giving you tips of what to do to improve your bowel movements and improve your gut integrity if this is something that you're struggling with because it's so important for you to be going to the bathroom at least twice a day. So if you're not going that amount, stay tuned because I'm going to be giving you tips of what you can do to improve that. And also I did a whole podcast episode, episode number 10 on gut health. So definitely go back and check that out if you haven't yet listened to that. So that's the frequency that you need to be going. And the reason why it's important to go to the bathroom within one to two hours of waking up that shows that your body is digesting and processing all your food and stuff overnight because overnight is when things heal, when our organs rejuvenate, and then in the morning it should be ready to go to eliminate everything out. If you're not going that early in the morning, you possibly could be eating too late at night, maybe your nighttime snacker like I always was and I definitely have to always be conscious of. You could be eating too late at night, not drinking enough water, a whole ton of things, and again, I'm going to get into that in a minute, but that's the general rule of thumb total minimum is once a day, preferably twice a day, within one to two hours of waking up. So that doesn't mean you have two bowel movements within one to two hours of waking up. But your first bowel movement should be within one to two hours of waking up, and then your second one, probably after lunchtime, around there. So that's that. And then there's something called the Bristol stool chart. If you've never heard of it, I'm putting a link to it in the show notes, so check it out. But it goes through the different types of stool, different types of poop, and what's normal, what's not normal. So first, I'm just going to start with what a normal bowel movement should look like. It should be like a banana, like that smooth, soft, kind of like a sausage, a banana, soft serve ice cream, not too hard, but not too mushy. Really just like a perfectly ripe banana is what it should look like in just one piece and you're good to go. It should feel complete when you're done and you're not like wiping 700 times. You're not feeling like you still have to go, but you can't get it out, all of that stuff. So that's the typical... Um, stool bowel movement that we should be aiming for, looking like a banana. If your poop doesn't look like this, either you having like little lumps um, or there it's really loose, it's not in one piece, you could be either experiencing diarrhea or constipation from IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, you could have some leaky gut going on, which again I talk a lot about in episode number 10 because our gut is connected to literally everything. Everything is connected to our gut. So we are aiming for a banana-like poop at least twice a day within one to two hours of waking up for your first bowel movement. If you are someone that experienced poop where it's like separated, it's like hard lumps, that's most likely a sign of severe constipation. If it's one where it's kind of lumpy and sausage-like, but like links, not in one smooth type of poop, then that is mild constipation, okay? If it's like really separate balls, that's real severe constipation. If it's kind of together, but it's still bally, that's mild constipation. And then the normal one that we're looking for would be type 3. That was type 1 and type 2 on the Bristol stool chart. Again, go into the show notes and you can see it. Type 3 and type 4 are the, like I said, the... It's banana, soft serve ice cream, there could be some cracks in it, but pretty generally smooth. That's a normal poop. And then if your poop is kind of like soft blobs with like clear cut edges though, again, look at this chart because it's a better to get a visual. That means that you're most likely lacking some fiber, which fiber is only found in plant foods. So think grains, vegetables, fruits, all that. You need more of that if your poop looks like that. Type six is mild diarrhea, which is when it's really mushy consistency, it has ragged edges. You know, we pretty much all know what diarrhea looks like, but it could be mild diarrhea if it's not fully, fully loose and and liquidy, but it's just pretty mushy. And then type seven is severe diarrhea, where it's really just liquid and there's no solid parts. So we are aiming for type three and type four, which is again like the banana soft serve ice cream shape. So hopefully, you're not eating while you're listening to this. I should have prefaced with that, but whatever, it's something we have to talk about because it's a clear marker of our health and our overall health. So back to if you are someone who you're not getting this normal banana-like shape poop, you're not pooping within one to two hours of waking up, you're not going twice a day, This could be caused, again, from IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, or inflammation. And aside from inflammatory foods like sugar, processed dairy, gluten, those things, of course, cause inflammation in our gut and could be causing these problems with your poop. But aside from the food aspect of it, our emotions really affect our gut. Our emotions are are tied to everything. Everything is all connected. So if you're feeling something emotionally, you're going to feel it in your gut and it's going to affect your gut because our gut and our brain are directly connected. We produce 90% of serotonin in our gut, which is our feel-good hormone. We produce, uh, not we produce, 70% of our immune system is in our gut. So again, our gut also eliminates excess hormones out of the body, so it's tightly connected to hormone balance. But if you are experiencing... A lot of emotions or um, these signs that there might be some inflammation going on, we have to not only take a look at what you're eating, but we need to take a look at your stress levels. And I know everyone's like, oh yeah, yeah, stress is bad. I just need to like meditate and whatever. There's so much more that goes into it. And also what actually our body perceives as stress, because yes, major life events and grieving and all that stuff is stress in our body. But there are other things that our body perceives as stress that might be not as well known or something that you're even thinking about, So we generally tend to just think about what we're eating and fo- hyper-focusing on that, hyper-focusing on workouts to improve our gut, to improve our hormones, all that stuff. But we have to look at the stress aspect. It is so crucial because stress causes inflammation in our body. It causes our gut to be imbalanced. It affects our immune system. It affects our metabolism. It affects Everything. I did a podcast episode on this, so definitely go check it out. But also, I'm doing a masterclass on this, which actually it's coming up it's, I'm gonna be hosting it the day this podcast is coming out, Thursday, January 28th. So if you are someone who's having some gut issues and you're a little confused about it, and you're really not taking into account the stress and emotional aspect of it, and you want to learn more about how stress really does affect your metabolism, how it does affect your gut, how it does affect your weight, how it does affect your immune system, your blood sugar, all that stuff. I would love for you to join us in this masterclass. Literally, I'm opening up my brain and giving it to you. It's an hour long. I'm going to have Q&A at the end where I'm answering your questions. I'm I'm coaching you live. It's so amazing. It's such an important aspect to our health that we overlook a ton. And this, again, this is not a masterclass that's just like, hey, stress is bad for you. You need to meditate. I'm teaching you what hormones are, what hormones are affected. What our body perceives as stress, how this stress negatively affects all those things I just listed, and then. Also, what we could do to transform stress to minimize the negative effects, because it's not just about getting rid of it, because that's in, that's so unrealistic. We are not going to get rid of stress. We need to learn how to transform it to reduce the negative side effects of stress. So, anyway, this masterclass it's only twenty two bucks. I made it super affordable, so it's a no brainer. So you could join. If you can't make it live, it's eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time on January twenty eighth. Of course, you'll be emailed the recording. But if you're interested. Head to the link in the show notes. I would love to see you there. If you love this podcast, then this masterclass is for you. I'm going to be doing one a month on all different topics, and it's called the Mind Your Hormones Masterclass, just like this podcast, because... I want to be able to really dive deeper on topics with you and really get to connect with you more one-on-one because you know me from this podcast, but I don't know you, so I would love to see you there. If you have any questions, always slide into my DMs at Crane Angelica, but again, the link is below, and what I want you to get out of this podcast is look at your poop next time you go. What is the shape of it? Check out this Bristol stool chart. Are you going to the bathroom in the morning? Um, Oh, I forgot to give you tips. Okay, so before we end, this podcast is all over the place today, but it's okay, guys. We're just rolling with it. Tips for you for if you are someone that does not have a normal stool, like you don't have this banana-shaped consistency. Three tips for you to do that would be, number one, increase your water intake. At least half your body weight in ounces of water a day. If you are someone that's constipated, you most likely do not have enough water because that's one of the number one reasons for constipation. So make sure you're increasing the amount of filtered water you're drinking a day. At least half your body weight in ounces of water a day. Number two is going to be increasing your fiber, making sure you're having about like 10 to 12 grams of fiber per meal. I'm not someone that counts grams. I don't count calories. I don't do that stuff, but that's a general guideline. But really what I recommend for my clients, because I'm not into counting stuff, is the majority of your plate, whenever you're eating, should be mostly from plants. No matter what else you're having, make sure you're having plants on every single plate that you eat to increase that fiber intake. That is so crucial. And the third thing is, I guess we'll stick to nutrition stuff since if you want to learn more about the stress and emotional aspect, you could come to the masterclass. But the third one is to reduce the amount of inflammatory foods that I mentioned before about like sugar, dairy, gluten, processed foods, all of those things are really inflammatory to our gut. So we want to be mindful of the amount that we're having on a daily basis. So Number one, you're drinking more water. Number two, you're increasing your fiber. Number three, you're being mindful of the amount of sugar, processed foods, dairy, and gluten you are consuming. That doesn't mean you have to cut all that out all at once. That's totally not realistic. But really just take a look at oh, maybe I'm eating too much sugar or I'm inflaming my gut because I'm having dairy at every single meal. Whatever it is, just take a look at what your daily life looks like meal wise, and then you could assess accordingly. So check out the Bristol Stool chart in the show notes so you could. Take a look at your poop next time and really make sure that you are having healthy bowel movements. A healthy bowel movement is a sign of overall health, just like a menstrual cycle, your period, the quality of your period is a direct result of your overall health. So we have to be looking at these markers because if we're not, we're just missing the signs that our body is giving us. So I hope this was helpful to you. I hope you were not eating while listening to this. Maybe you're on a walk or something, but it's really just so important that we talk about this. So I'll be the one to chat about it because I care about your health. I care about your hormones and I know you do too because you wouldn't be listening to this if you didn't. So hopefully I will see you at the masterclass. Again, any questions come Damia Crane Angelica. I always appreciate hearing from you, and thank you so much for being here, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it, or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.